Welcome, 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 welcome to another exciting episode of Between the Lines. I'm your host, IBK. I wasn't here last week for because I had a toothache. I had to remove a particular tooth, but I'm better now. Lisa and AY were able to do an amazing job. You know, uh, th- thanks once again for that. We have an unbelievable show to pack this time around. Real Madrid wins their 35th um, league title, nine ahead of the second, which is Barcelona. We're going to be talking a bit about Real Madrid. We're going to be talking about the Champions League games. Arsenal are grinding their way to the top four. A sad moment also this time around. One of football's most controversial characters is dead. Mino Raola passed on. You know, we're going to be talking about that. The NBA playoffs has picked up. It's amazing. There was a sweep of KD. Will he affect his legacy? Right now, Celtics box is going on in the second round. And then we'll be rounding up with the NFL draft. So, what's up, guys? Yeah, what's up? No, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's me, man. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was I was on hosting duty last week, so... <laughs> I, I saw that, that stuff is not easy, man. But yeah, I mean, a, a good a good week of sports, uh, you know, resulting in uh, ending with an Arsenal victory. So yeah, you know we're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say congrats, MDK, on on finally losing all your muted. Mil- <laughs> 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 no man. <laughs> congrats. <laughs> and during the week, Olisa, uh, I said Olisa, AY celebrated his birthday. Happy birthday, AY. So, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's um, happy birthday. Birthday. Oh, yeah, thank you. All right, all right. All right let's, so let's get, let's get it. Champions League game. Uh, Madrid. Okay, my, Man City versus Madrid was a very poor night for, should I say for Ma- Madrid or for Man City? It was funny, but well, we were able to get we were able to get through it 4-3 you left madrid in this time they should have scored more they didn't you don't leave mad you kill madrid when you have the time if you leave them to leave just a little bit just a flicker of water they're going to run the whole thing and i think that's what's going to happen for them in the second leg olisa it was a re- I thought it was a really, really good game from City in that like they had all the chances, all the they had all the creation in the game, and Madrid's defense just couldn't really they just couldn't really put it together. But I don't know where it is, especially like just looking back on it like retrospectively now, just the calmness from Ancelotti throughout the game, despite and despite everything, they just seem to will themselves back into opportunities. And you know the fact that they have Benzema who you know just always seems to convert half chances out of nothing. It's something where, you know, going back to the Bernabeu, I'm a, I'm a little bit worried about how City holds up in that. So, I think I think they do hold the upper hand, even though they lost the game. That's how I look at it. Hey, what? Uh, well, I, 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 I don't agree with Lisa. I think, oh, wow. um, yeah, Real, Real just, it's just Benzema and experience working for Real right now. If they concede four again, <laughs> they're been about they're not gonna win. City City missed lots of chances. So of course because they are they are, you know, they have experienced you know, the, the, the Cruz, Modric, uh Casemiro, Benzema, these guys have been there, done that, they've won four titles together. 
So, I mean, you can't completely rule them out, but defensively, they, they just seem a bit, you know, they're not tight enough. And to me, I, 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 don't, I don't think they're tight enough. So, if, if, if Man City take their chances, I think Man City also have some injury problems. I think... Uh, they didn't have Cancelo in that game. Whatever. Yeah. Now, now Cancelo is back, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, I'm not sure about Walker. I think Walker is also fit. So, I mean, City look tighter. Aside from maybe Stones and uh, who else? That, that's mm-hmm. all. You know, so, I mean, anything can happen. I'm not Cancelo saying... Cancelo and Kawaka. Cancelo and Kawaka. Sorry, yeah. guys. Might not yeah, make Cancelo. the second leg. Because oh, uh, one is suspension, one the, the injury, one is injured. So, and if okay, that Walker, is Walker is suspended, yeah. right? Yes. Walker is... And then, yeah, and Cancelo is there's a very big chance he's not making that second leg. Okay, like, he's going to play Fernandino there. No, he's probably going to Vinicius. Play he's probably going to play Stones, or or uh, obviously he's going to play against um, Vinicius. He's going to play Nathan Ake at the left side. I think that's uh-huh. easy. And then you'll probably mm-hmm. play Stones at the two and mm-hmm. then play Diaz and Laporte. Okay. That's not bad. But I don't see how Stones doesn't his, his, match up with uh, Vinicius. Vinicius will kill him. Vinicius yeah, yeah. will kill him. Yeah, yeah. Will yeah. Kill him. Uh, Vinicius needs Vinicius is tricky. He's not just yeah, pacey. Yeah, Vinicius naturally would need someone like Walker or Cancelo to keep him in check. So mm-hmm. that's not a good that's not a good matchup. But um, let, let's wait and see. I, I just think I, I think City just have the edge because I mean it's, there is no way to go through here, so it doesn't matter that Real scored three at you know at the Etihad. It doesn't matter if it was a way go system. Now I know Real just need to win two one one nil, but it doesn't matter now. So well, let's wait and see. Maybe maybe experience would show at the end of the day. Okay. Hello, well, your thoughts on this. I mean, uh, I think I agree with Isamu. I think, like, uh, AY said, uh, they just have Benzema. But, like, in football, it's, it's, about, it's about goals and, you know, goals being given. This guy, I mean, I think yesterday when they won the league, he had, that was, I think he scored his 40th goal uh, in the, well, this, this campaign. So, like, he's, he's, he's having, like, the, the, the season of his life. I think that's the first time he's scoring 40 goals in a season. So, you know, like, and, and just... Not even that. Just the fact that they also have they, they have Modric, they have Cruz, people that have been there like in this situation countless times, and and even two two times this season with PSG and with uh, and against Chelsea. So like just the fact that they have this experience and and it's in the Bernabeu is going to be like you know they 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 have the upper hand for me. Even though they are losing, just the the drive of the fact that they they considered four but they are still not out of the game and they have Benzema. And they have, you know, Vinicius that is, is having a great season. Uh, Rodrigo as well. I, I don't know, man. I, I see them. I see it being being Madrid's game. It might be like a two-one thing, or two-one makes it two-one uh, makes it five-five. Yeah, it might be like two-one, and then it goes to, it goes to penalties. But uh, yeah, I, I see I see Madrid being the ones to win it from it. Okay, okay. Guys. I just, I just okay, want to say um, last sorry, last okay. time just because both right. of them mentioned Cruz, when was the last game, like CL game, Cruz was good in, like this run? Because <laughs> I don't think it was good that one either. No, I mean it was. I mean I think is when Kamavinga. No, I, I I don't I didn't watch this game. I didn't watch like the full game, but I know the last game that they played against Chelsea. I watched that mm. one, and when like Kamavinga came on, it was the one that yeah. really like changed it with the injection of 
you know, just, I mean, he controlled it better than Chris did. He was driving his runs, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It just feels like, at the end of the day, I think experience is like, is an overrated yeah. trait. But at the same time, it's also very important. You know what I mean? Like, it's you, when you just know what to do in this kind of situations, not losing yeah. your head. Like, you know, I mean, you see you see the difference between young players and, and, and older players in, in different game states. Quality might not be the same, but the quality might be the same, but like, just the, the, the difference in experience, it's, it, it's, it's, it's invaluable, especially in, in knockout situations like this. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah. Liverpool, Liverpool, Villarreal, straightforward. Villarreal, I think they showed their hand, and I think yeah, Liverpool was just way, way better, and he couldn't come up. I, I like Unai Emery. I think I said it maybe a couple of episodes ago what he can do and what he doesn't do well, and so, yeah, he didn't do well. Actually, I can go first. No, no, I was just going to say, uh, before that, did you see after post, post game, uh, there was these guys on Talk Sports like oh, yeah. bashing Villarreal that they didn't, they were a disgrace to the Champions League because they sat uh, against against the best team in the world, at least one of the top two teams in the world. And for me, that was <laughs> that was bonkers. Like, what did what did people expect them to do? I was going to say that. This, I think this, I, team, yeah. this team is a team, sorry, Villarreal. Villarreal is a team. Um, is a is a, is you know it's a city in Spain that has less than fifty thousand people. Yeah, and people. We're talking about people's stadiums that are fifty thousand. Mm. So it's a team that you know it's really over over delivery. These guys cannot go out and afford to buy 20, 25, 30 million pound players. A lot of their players are like people who say Premier League rejects, and then they're dominating, and they and they know what they're doing. So the styles win fights, um, and and I think that with Villarreal they need to do what's the what's in their best interest. They can't go out gongo and lose six 0 you know. They can't. If they were yeah. doing that, they won't be in the semi-finals. But they are because of how they are playing. That's exactly the point I was going to make, and that like the fact that you beat Bayern and Juve to make it to a semi-final, a European semi-final, isn't like it's nothing to be ashamed of in any in any way. Like they have a very tiny budget, I think smaller than Burnley in the last couple of years. It's, it's a it's a tiny city, but also like we've also had it in CL in CL like competitions where people praise at Atalanta, but they go out and lose four 0 to like Leipzig. Like what's why is why is this now a bad thing losing two 0 to one of the best teams in the world? So I didn't I didn't really get that. That was weird. All right. Okay. Um. Anyway. Yep. Ronaldo can't stop scoring. Man U Chelsea. I I didn't I didn't enjoy the game, but Ronaldo still scored. Man, that chance was as in the, the reflex and everything, and then to take that chance. Ronaldo at thirty-seven. What can we say about Ronaldo, man? <laughs> <laughs> He's the greatest goal scorer of all time. So I mean, when it comes to goal scoring, it's gonna it's gonna deliver. You just have to feed him, and uh, he's carried United all season really. Uh, if he had, you know, maybe two, three other players playing at his level, perhaps would not be battling for fourth place, right? So it was a game between two teams, uh, probably on the same trajectory, but both down right now. Chelsea have been a bit poor since the old Roman Abramovich. You know, issue and United have been poor. I mean, for a while, it just got worse, you know, of, of recent. So, 
it's not surprising that 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 the game ended in a draw. It's not. Chelsea seemed like the better side, but they were not. I think a draw was a fair result, you know. And, and to prove that, you saw what Chelsea did the days after. So one more was a fair result. Not there was really nothing at stake. United are probably out of the fourth, fourth, you know, fourth place race, and Chelsea are, you know, content with third. So, very, very poor game. You know. Um, okay. Um, let's 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 touch on let's touch on let's touch on um, a couple of matches that happened in the Premier League. Everton won Chelsea today. Um, Arsenal won West Ham today. It was one of the men. Both teams just did not, could not put five six passes together. It was poor technically. Uh, but Arsenal were able to grind it out because I think in the second half, I don't think apart from that. Ugh, that issue that this guy had, um, what's his name? Oh, Jesus. Ramsdale had over th- that rugby like almost tackle that Jerome Bowen got a yellow card for simulation. Yeah. He didn't do anything. They really didn't get to their box and they didn't do much. And Arsenal were able to all through their corners were spectacular and they got a couple of goals from their corners. They won the game. Today's uh, as well, Chelsea were poor. They were really poor. Everton were just playing on, like Ulasha would say, vibes and and plenty of energy and heart and all those things. And they were able to out out hustle Chelsea and win the game. This weekend also, Man City beat Leeds. They've gradually squeezed Leeds back into the relegation battle. You know, they're on 34 points. Also, Burnley won again, which... You, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how should they have sacked um, Sean Dyke? Should they have done this? Should they have? Geez, what? Why should they do it? But like Ola said, like Olisa and, and AYU, you guys are tested to it. If you do not meet your targets as a as the manager, you are going to be kicked out of your job. And over, you know, at least these two, um, these two sackings, Leeds and um, Burnley, at first there was an outrage, but they've looked like. The, you know the best line of action for these two clubs because they want to stay in the Premier League and of course they are getting the, the right results mm. so guys the Premier League this weekend Oluash Chegun AY um, Oluash Chegun then AY um, yeah I mean like just starting with the Arsenal game like yeah it was it was horrible to watch horrible viewing because I mean both teams were yeah, no not both teams I think, I think West Ham was better uh, a lot, lot spells of the game, um, but boy, like at, at this stage of the season, it's about it's about you know <laughs> it's about grinding out the results. As you say, it's not uh, like performances is, is secondary. If you win every game one nil now, and you get to whether it's, you know your target to finish top four, top six, like it's fine for you. Uh, so you know, I was really surprised that West Ham went as strong as they did with their lineup yeah. because I mean they have they they played the Frankfurt game on Thursday. And then they have the Frankfurt game again. Uh, well, this Thursday, the second leg, and they need to win that because they. I, I think they, they lost three. Was it two one or three two? Uh, I can't remember. Two one. Yeah, two two one. They lost at home. Yeah, they lost two one. Jesus. So, so, so they're going to have to travel to, to Germany, and as well, so I was really surprised. I mean, they went with Bowen. They went with uh, Ben Rama, uh, Rice. All well, all the starting players. I think. Sad, that they start, 
Yeah, ex- exactly. The only player that didn't start was Antonio. So it was, and he came on it was 70th minute or so. So it was, yeah, it was a pretty, it was, it was really strong from Moya. So I was, I was surprised at that. But I mean, Arsenal, they played, they played, uh, they played a game of just <laughs> scoring the chance that you got, which, which was from, from the two, two corners as you mentioned. So I mean, that, that's fine for us, especially seeing as any other game in the, in the Premier League was a. Uh, the Tottenham Leicester game, and they they want to be one, and you just see the firepower that uh, that you know Son and Kane are, are on this season. I think Kane is on twenty goals. Uh, sorry, Son is on twenty goals. I think or eighteen goals. Nineteen, right? Nin- 19, 19 goals. Yeah, he scored eighteen and nineteen today. So you know it's <laughs> it's crazy. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, it's just you know at this stage of the season, everybody just got to grind it out, um, grind out grind out the results and you know just just see where where you end up at the end of the end of the season what about what what hello oh yeah sorry okay. I, was, I was gonna i was gonna ask what do you guys think about chelsea this this like this recent run that they've been on i think it's like two two losses one draw mm, yeah I, I think they can't wait for the. I, I think the one match they are waiting for is the FA Cup final. That's all. That's all I can say. Hmm. And there's a lot of turmoil going on in that team, especially. Of course, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I think even to call personally, sometimes you have to take you got, you have to take walk to the house or house to work, however you want to say it. Yeah. Um, the whole saga of. Um, are they going to buy? They're not going to buy the team. So I think there are a lot of things. I think there are a lot of things. As much as we want to say that players and you know teams should isolate performances from um, the environment and the surroundings, over time, a game or two, three games, yeah, but over 10, 12, 15 games, nah. You can't, you can't over, <laughs> you can't overcome poor surroundings. You can't overcome. That kind of thing. Uh, Rudiger Rudi, Rudi, Rudi has like said it. Well, I mean, Tuchel said Rudiger said he's leaving. Uh, so you know, that's that's another. I mean, he's one of their better players. I don't think I don't think like players should say they're leaving during the season. It's kind of like last last week when when uh, what's his name Conte was saying that uh, he wants to go to he wants he's, he's offering himself for the PSG job even though he's he's in a top four. Well, that, I, I think it's different those were reports, but those think, were reports. Yeah, I think it's. I think, I think it all comes. In. Mm-hmm. It's, kind of, it's kind of different for players because uh, as a player, you uh, if you're running out, if your contract is running down, you sometimes your suitors need you to sign before the end of the season so that they can also make their own transfer transfer plans or transfer the strategy. For example, if a team uh, needed a, a central back urgently. And perhaps the first, the first choice is Rudiger, and it's taking too much time to commit. They might, they might, they might need him to, you know, make a decision earlier than you know, than June, July. So I think it's a bit different for players. But for managers, I mean, if you're not sacked, you you're working till to the end of May anyway. So what's the point? So it's a bit different for managers. Like Conte, Conte has a contract. He still has like an extra year on his contract or two. If I'm not mistaken. So it's totally different. If, if Conte was, if Conte had a contract that was ending in mid June, I would get it, because in that case, he doesn't have a new contract. So there's really nothing wrong with, you know, looking at the future. I mean, you get. And then players do this. So also, 
other reasons a contract is okay if you sign a five-year contract in march now and you get injured you have a serious injury in may june you still have a contract but if you wait till may june and you get you have a serious injury no one is going to sign you to, to recover so you'll probably be a free agent till say october november we've seen this happen before you know so you can't really blame fault players for you know rushing contracts because i mean anything can happen i mean a manager is not going to get injured so it's a bit different just uh, just two quick things on that Conte actually came out to decline that but you know managers lie that's nothing new but he did come out to deny that that was true said that was fake news uh second thing is i disagree in one situation if you're being petty then i agree if it's like i, I don't even have a situation in my hand now i think like is it is it in Nicolas Sule at Bayern who like said he's what he said he's going to again? Is it going to Dortmund? Yeah, I think he's uh, going to Dortmund. Yeah. That's entirely petty, and I agree. Like, sure, do it. Like they've, I mean, they've been trying to get his contract sorted, but they've also like kind of been making snide comments of, oh, you know, this guy's not that good, you know, criticizing him in public and to the media. Fine, I, I'm okay with that. Just just because I like the petty stuff. That's Okay, let's 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 touch on let's touch on a couple of um okay. Madrid wins the title, 35th time. This time around he plays all the team B guys, like you guys don't like to say, but team B, he plays all of them. 4-0, routine win. This is the first manager in history to win in the top five leagues, the league title. What's Ancelotti's legacy as a manager? I think you guys should go for it. Like you guys have seen the older, yeah. Oh well, I mean, he's one of the he's one of the greatest of his generation. I mean, even the the Alex Ferguson era, I would say. I mean, if you say if you say okay, maybe Ferguson, um, maybe I think Otmar Otmar Isfeld also won one day. Yeah, Isfeld. Yeah. Well, you'd say I would say Luis Mangal from the Fed yeah. era. Yeah. Uh, so Ancelotti sort of came towards the early 2000s. So I won't entirely put him in the Fergie era. I'll yeah, he's, the... he's just 62, right? He's not that old. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, like, like he, called him, he called him like ancient last episode. I was like, actually, he's like 62. He just looks old because there's what? Yeah. Okay, so that means in the, he's in the Pep era. Okay, when you look at when you look at his legacy, I think as when it comes to trophies, I think he's as good as Pep when it comes to... He's not better because he's won the Champions League with... Uh, with uh, uh, Real Madrid and AC Milan, yeah. yeah, and then he's also won the French league. He's won the the Serie A. He's won the Premier. So I think he's better than Pep. He's more. He's more. He's gone to more countries. He's more open. But tactically, I would say Pep is still better than. Him. But bottom line is, he's at the top. I mean, there, there's no arguing that he's at the, he's at the top of the he's at the, the pantheon of coaching. So. Mm. Uh, he's a great manager. I mean, and he's still he's still on it. I mean, at the point he was at uh, Everton, yeah. I guess he just didn't want to be unemployed. Some people just don't like being unemployed. And uh, when when the better offer came, he jumped at it and he's doing well. I don't think anyone expected Real Madrid to win to go this far in the Champions League. So even if they get knocked out, it's still a good season. He, he's got the title, and he might get Mbappe next season and a couple of good players. So maybe they will have a better run in the Champions League. So to answer your question is at the top, <laughs> you know. I I also I also I also I think this season was a season where everybody 
Plus, Messi left Barcelona, so everybody was like, okay, you know what? Messi has been carrying Barcelona for the last couple of seasons. Um, they're not going to do anything. Um, okay, Benzema, Madrid, yeah, yeah. Okay, the Madrid lose Sergio Ramos, they are emotional and they are captain. Then they lose Varane. So they lose their centre-back play Perry, you know. And of course, Tony Cruz and uh, Modric and uh, Casimiro are a year older. And everybody was like, okay, you know what? This The, the titles to lose with the squad, you know, in terms of squad, was going to be... Um, Atletico was going to retain the title because they have, and they've got better, and they have, you know, younger players, and they have more attacking players. Of course, Vinicius was erratic. He wasn't starting. Hazard has been a disappointment. Garibel is always having back spasms. So there were there were there were different things and different you know um, factors for them not to win on a count on a counter, and they wanted to with about five games to go. So the respect I have for him is is is, is, is crazily immense. The thirty fifth title. I was reading something today. This is Florentino Perez's fiftieth title since being a president. So the guy knows what he's doing. He has gone. He's gotten the, you know, one of the best managers in the world. He's yeah. very quiet. He's he's almost like a company man. He goes about his business and he delivers results. And of course, sometimes you're like, guy, what are you thinking of? Why did you? And of course, there were some funny, funny results along the way. But overall, man, you can't you can't you can't fault somebody winning in five different nations to win league titles. You can't fault that's consistency at the highest level and he has done it and he's not noisy about it and you know when people always talk about the greatest managers of all times and something yeah they mention pep which which is which is good and they mention club and because ancelotti doesn't probably doesn't have that larger than life size and he's emotional on the on the, on the sideline and he gives the best press conferences people tend to forget that man this guy is solidly quiet and he's arguably better than even them Alisa, I was going to say something. Just, just briefly, it's. I think it's really impressive that we're in this situation talking about Ancelotti being one of the best managers in the game right now. When, you know, like he he gets he gets sacked at Bayern Munich. They just let him out the back door at Napoli. Everton fans were happy to have him go when when like the whole thing was over. Like it's it's impressive that now we're in this situation where we look at him through this lens and, you know, like you brought you brought up Pep earlier. Like the main the main difference I've always noticed with Ancelotti and I brought it up earlier is like. Where Pep is like every single thing, he's like ecstatic. It's like the worst thing does happen. Where like I don't know if you saw the video of like the Fernandinho when when um what's his name again? Vinicius turns Fernandinho turns Fernandinho yeah. and Pep is on the sideline like like as if he just watched someone die. <laughs> but yeah. then but then Angelo, Angelotti goes two 0 down. Cool, like it's fine. Not like it's ice. Like just the ice about him. He's just someone that and he appears in his tactics where his tactics aren't overly like detailed overly it's just we play the way we play and that's how we do it also but, last thing i was gonna sorry no go yeah. for it go for it i was gonna mention uh i mean they play city on wednesday and i was seeing all the pictures of them doing like the open bus tours like i i was a bit surprised at that not like they shouldn't like so you know, like, like um what's the word celebrate or enjoy this stuff i was just i was surprised that they that they went ahead with that so, that was all but i guess you know doesn't matter i was just gonna They've ask been there, like, done that. Yeah, <laughs> you know that. Yeah. I was just gonna okay. ask because, like, you just mentioned that he he didn't do really well in uh in Napoli and obviously in, in Everton. Yeah. Obviously, didn't do well there. Do you think like 
the reason why he's he's uh he's not looked as favorably as the other managers is because I mean for for the other well the other guy being Pep Guardiola is like tactically he's so good and then for Ancelotti it just looks like okay he does well if he goes to a good job and then just man manages the players to do their own thing but like tactically he's not as uh you know he doesn't have as much knowledge as the other top managers I don't think I don't think sorry 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 I think I should take this I don't think it's and somebody I, I can't remember where I, I saw it on Twitter but I, I think that was one of the best explanations of, you know the way he he is very fluid with his system so he doesn't believe one 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 size fits all so if in this kind of season that you know what defensively we're going to be solid and we're going to do this and do that and you know defensively and and we're going to break the counter and that's what's going to get us the results we need to do he's going to do that he's well versed in it for him to get the right formation the right tactics the right personnel and we're talking about somebody who has played with different generation of players that even some of his players are managers today and he's going to get the best of the best of them okay because offensively we're going to do this this is somebody who also was a great player so it wasn't like it was just one pipe or something he wasn't or just some genius listening he was a great player and he's become a great manager and i think in real madrid um, in in Bayern, in PSG, in Everton, there were different um, briefs for him, and I think I won't say PSG has been a total disaster for almost all the managers. So I'm going to write PSG up. I'm going to write PSG up for that. Um, Bayern, after seeing the way Pep is so detailed and measuring the blade of grass and, and you know all those things, and he's not that kind of player. And then training was more relaxed because of how he he thinks and how he coaches. There was that, you know, there was that um, how will I say? There was a fight among the players to towards him because you know what? We've, we've come from this guy who is so intense, and then to this guy who is almost laser fair. Does not mean he doesn't get the same kind of results that Pep gets, but he is so laser fair. And I think there was a pushback. Like, no, you can't, this is, so I'm sure every time they were comparing him and at the end of the day, things just didn't work out. Everything was just, I think he wanted to try his hands on that. Napoli, we still see Napoli still struggling to now. There's a title they should have won. And tactically over the season, they were poor. They had so many poor results that they should have won. Mm -hmm. So I think that over, over his jobs, you can point to the greatness of, of um, Ancelotti and say, you know what, this guy has done this, he's done this, he's done this, he's won with this, he's won with different styles. I remember when he was with the AC Milan coach and he was playing what we call a Christmas tree formation, which nobody uh, plays yeah. again. Fourth one, you know, and he come and he made <laughs> the way he made um, Pelo to become one of the most from somebody who was a big dynamic and he dropped him deep to to handle with. Um, Got to so, and it was a masterclass tactical switch that he did. So, and Nzagi, that's all he did. Nzagi was just an Italian chicharito, and Nzagi was a threat. Kaka was there, Sidoff was there, and you, we know we remember the stories. So, I, I think that over time, with each with each club, he gets the brief okay, you're, you're supposed to do this, do this, do this. He doesn't demand for XYZ players. Okay, these are the players on board, and this is how we're going to run it. 
and and I think that that is what has kept him long in the game with the big job. Because after he leaves Real Madrid, trust me, he's going to get a bigger job. He's going to get a big job. Maybe not a bigger job because Madrid is like the ultimate. Yeah. Okay, so... um, yep. uh, Oh, you want to say something? No, I say, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Go for it. Okay. As a segue, um, yeah, no, since, we, since we mentioned... Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to say, just because you mentioned... After, after, after this, after... Talk about Syria. Uh, okay, okay. Um, One minute on Syria. Um. No, no, just uh, um, what's the score? What's the scores again today? Napoli, San Napoli, Inter beat uh, Udinese today 2 1, 2 1, which wasn't that much of a close game. They had a penalty that was maybe Jekyll got the penalty for them, maybe, maybe shouldn't have been. I don't know, it was okay. Yeah, and, don't uh, forget they lost, they lost their game in and during the week, though. Oh, the, with the hilarious mistake with uh, yeah, I've forgotten the goalkeeper's name, it wasn't Handanovic, Radu, 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 yeah, Radu. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he pass, passes it. Pass, no, don't even pass it. Throws it back to him. He completely misses it. And if it had just gone in with no one touching it, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have, been, it wouldn't have counted because it would have been a corner instead. But it gets touched on the goal line. It goes in. And that's how they lose the game. So now it, now Milan is ahead by, I think, two points. They won today in a game that they, they have so many chances, but they eventually brought it out in like the 80th, 82nd minute. Rafael Liao. So, so we're going with that. So that's that's the one. Okay. Um, the, one of the biggest. So Milan is ahead by two points, seventy-seven yep. points. It's half seventy-five. Napoli seventy. Juve sixty-nine. Lazio fifty-nine. So okay. Um, Minorala passed on. There was a rumor a couple of days ago that he was dead. He comes out, tries to debunk it. One of the most controversial, probably the most popular. Money, um, I say manager, agents in the world, Italian, born 1967. He was a beast of, a, of an agent. He had some of the finest guys in the game, some of the most controversial players. And I was just checking when I was reading his stuff on Wikipedia and all that. This thing, I was seeing that he didn't really have, he didn't even have any managers, and he was just purely a football, football um, agent. Balotelli, Capoue, Delete, mm. Donnarumma, Zlatan, Haaland, Insigne, Insigne, excuse me, Ken, Yeselinga, <laughs> Lozano, Lukaku, Matuidi, Max, Maxwell, Nedved. Nedved's zone was, 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 was good because that was his, when he started his own company, that was the first big signing he made. Pogba, Javi Simons, that young, you know, attacking yeah. midfielder in PSG, Van Van de Ville, Verratti, just a few of, just a few names. He's he has 17 players that he's managing. A hell of a career. Ay. Hey, oh well, I mean, he's, he's I mean probably the most popular agent. Um, of course, we have other super agents like um, Kia, like um, Jose Mendes, Pini yeah, yeah, Zahavi. Pini yeah, yeah. But I think, um, you know, Mino sort of, you know, was this uh, larger than life figure. He was very confident. He always went out there to perhaps ex- express the, the, you know, the opinions of his clients that you know perhaps you know your clients can't probably say certain things because you know because of professionalism let me know just come and say those things oh Pogba doesn't want to play at United you know 
And then Pogba comes and says, oh, I love it here at United. But, you, but, but this is your agent, right? <laughs> you can actually tell your agent what to say or not to say. So, and, uh, you know, he's always been someone that always had, you know, an eye for money, uh, you know, always looking out for the best deals for his clients. Haaland uh, uh, is a perfect example of that. Haaland had uh, an opportunity to go to United straight from Salzburg. But uh, Mino felt there was money to be made, so he, he, he instead negotiated, you know, a bow clause with with Dortmund. And you know, the way as you made, I don't know who's going to take over that deal now, but he was in line to pocket, you know, 10, 20 million from that deal this summer. Is uh, once his agency like isn't doesn't he have an agency? No, he does. He that has, has an, an agency. agency. I don't know. Who, yeah, yeah. yeah, he has an agency. So I don't know the, I don't know how you know. Who's going to take over? But he probably has, you know, an assistant that will. But, but the point is, he was in line to to cash out on that deal. He was in line to cash out from the Pogba deal. He was in line to cash out from the, the I think Lingard deal. So he had you know, lots of clients who were moving this summer. Uh, this, this this kid at Ajax, uh, Gravenberg, is also a, a Mino client. So in, at the moment, you know, at the point of his death, he, he was probably the most popular football agent out there. Agent out there. So, I mean, it's a sad one, you know. So rest in peace and may God grant the uh, the family uh, fortitude to bear the loss. But, yeah, sad. A large angle. Yeah, I mean, no, not, nothing else sad. It's just, yeah, it's, uh, it's a sad one. It's funny because, like, well, I, I don't think funny is the term I've used, but it's, 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 um, it's interesting. When... <laughs> When like the the, the the fake the news of his death came out like the first time that was the false uh, the false alarm, everybody like posted it and then there was this there was this Italian uh, uh yeah it, it did and it was it was he was embarrassed and I was like oh see, I'm sorry and he he said that he was giving himself a, a Twitter break from posting news because he posted false information so I'm, I wonder if like when this news broke he he posted again to oh, say. He did. He did. What sorry, did he yeah, he did. He he posted a uh, official um, Mino Raiola. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. That it was mad weird. But anyways, that's. Uh, but, I mean, for for the guy himself, I mean, it's 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 crazy. It's uh, so it's 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 interesting to see like you know life is, life is uh is is yeah is, is really fixing. You don't think of somebody like Raiola that like imagine God forbid, but just let's say. Uh, God forbid, like you had tomorrow, like Pep Guardiola died. You know, it's be it's be crazy to see, but it's it's so possible. You know, so, anyways, just um, yeah, may may God grant their their family some some respite. All right. Um. Okay. Um. We we've come to the end of um, the football sec- section as we move to others. Lash Tegna, thank you very much. Yo, no worries. All right. Olisa, NBA playoffs. Yep. KD and Nets losing. <laughs> they were swept. Yep. It was crazy. Um, Box win. Philly wins. Um, everybody won except the Nets. The only surprise was the Nets. What happened to the Nets? I'm, I'm sure AY would like to to take this as well. AY, you can jump. You can chime in as well. I feel like we talked about this last week in, in that. I mean the defensive the defensive scheme from the Celtics. Even watching this game, to be yeah, I mean this game they lost by twelve against against the Bucks today. 
but you, you saw it again today and that the way they can the way they can what's the word the way they can guard against against um dribble penetration like guard the rim protect the paint and just have just have such speed and aggressiveness in the way they in the way they blitz blitz ball handlers it was really really stunning really really stunning for the, for the nets and i felt like i felt like they also they also took the approach of why not going to allow KD shoot and that KD can shoot, take his shots but he's going to take them with three hands in his face so if he wants to pass to Drogic, if he wants to get to Bruce Brown, Bruce Brown can have 20, that's fine. But KD is not having 20. So that I felt like I felt like that was really that was really the approach for them. And you know, the Nets, the Nets, I have no idea where they go from here. I mean we've talked we've talked about this earlier, but I'm really, really concerned from where they go from here. So yeah. Oh, all right. Um, anyway. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about it last week. It was a sweep. Um, like like I also said last week, it's the Nets had a very difficult season. I mean, I think we, we need to we need to acknowledge that fact. Uh, NBA basketball has gone from the days of you know Kobe and Shaq just turning up in the season in the postseason and winning the title. If you don't have you know synergy from uh, the the season, you're going to struggle in the postseason. It's just that's how it is now. Uh, if, like I said, when the season started, Arden was not in shape. There was no Kyrie Irving at all because of the COVID, COVID issue. There was only Kevin Durant and, uh, oh, what's the name of this shooter? Excellent shooter. Laser Joe Harris? Yeah, Joe Harris. Yeah, it was just the two of them. And uh, Paddy Mills. And the guy from Spurs. Yeah, yeah, Spurs. Yeah, Paddy Mills. And, 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 and the Nets were doing fine. They were not that good, but they were because KD was practically carrying the team at that point. And then Joe, Joe Lowry's got, got injured. Uh, Adin still wasn't getting better. He was overweight. He wasn't getting the fouls like he was getting before. Uh, at a point, they managed to get uh, Kyrie Irving to come back on part-time basis. And then KD got injured and missed eight, six weeks. Uh, and during that period, Adin requested a trade. So they traded Adin for... Uh, Drummond, um, <laughs> Curry, Curry, Drummond, and, um, and I think Simmons. that was all. Yeah, Curry, Drummond, and Simmons. And I mean, we know Curry. Curry is a, he's just a good shooter. He offers nothing else. Uh, Drummond is, I mean, an old school center. Really. He offers offers nothing much. So the only the only interesting player in that trade uh, was Ben Simmons, and he wasn't even able to play all season. So. If you look at it, I mean, I, I get why everyone is looking at Steve Nash and saying, okay, they've done better. But seriously, let's be objective. KD is in his 30s now. So this is not KD of three years ago that could just, you know, just turn up and start shooting. It's a different KD. And aside that, when you have a team of too many shooters and you don't have different... Look, the Nets could do with a little bit of more wing defense. You get me? It, it's, KD doesn't necessarily need more shooters. He needs more wing defenders. And that's exactly what, what Ben Simmons could offer. So that's part of the problem. When you play in the Celtics and all you have are wing defenders, are, you know, traditional center players, uh, undersized wingers. Uh, I mean, it, it just doesn't work. I mean, let's face, I mean, let's face reality. It's easy to say, yeah, you've got KD, you've got Kyrie, and you have to win. It doesn't work that way. Even the LeBron teams that were doing well, go check the roster, man. Go check them. Did, are you telling me the Heat didn't have good defenders? 
I said they have good defenders. They did. Even uh, Chris Bosch, excellent defender. So, I mean, and when you went back to, to Cleveland, okay, that was a less defensive team. But, I mean, LeBron is LeBron. LeBron could also defend. You get So, you can't, it's easy to just say, oh, they've got KD, they've got Kyrie, they should win. That's not how it works. I mean, we saw the box today. Are you t- how, did you see how well they were defending today? The box and Celtics. Are you telling me if KD had that kind of defense, it, 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 won't, it won't pass the first round? It will. So, I mean, it's so easy to say, Nash, do this, Nash. You can't, you can't give what you don't have. You can't produce, uh, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you don't expect uh, a Volkswagen to give you the result of a Ferrari. It doesn't work that way. So, you need to put in the work. So, it's, it's there for the GM, uh, the front office of the Nets, this postseason to, to do their, to do their own work. Perhaps they need to trade one or two players and get wing, better wing defenders because they have shooters already. Kyrie can shoot, Katie can shoot, Iris can shoot, Curry uh, can shoot. Maybe they should trade Mills and get a, a wing defender. That would work. Honestly, it would. Okay, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, like like people would say is that in, in games like this, in results like this, in sweeps like this, I understand what you're saying in terms of what KD needed for him to succeed and for him to, to you know, to be the best version of himself. But I also felt that coaching-wise, that um, um, Steve Nash did not put him in the best position to win. And he did not give him the opportunities because every you could see later in the series, which was a very short series, KD was bringing up the ball. He's burning energy. Last season, in one of the games where they, they didn't absolutely need to win, he played him off 48 minutes. Nash has shown over the last couple of seasons he, him not being very good at coaching, making mistakes out of time timeouts making so many um, um lineup decisions that you know you look funny yeah the lineups yeah the, the, the players are not perfect but he should be able to find kd and kyrie and of course when there was harden are outwardly players they are generational talents you as the coach is to make put them in the best position to win and i think that over the last couple of seasons i, I, I don't just mean this season he hasn't done that the only time I would give him a pass was one of the first was the first year when well, KD was out because of you know his ACL. Olisa. Uh actually that first year he wasn't coaching. That was uh that okay. was sorry, sorry. He wasn't coaching. Um um I, I'm trying to remember his name. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. He I can't remember his name because I, I made I actually actually made I made I made the point that you're making now actually last episode. Kenny Atkins and uh the point I was going to make with this is that I agree that yes, some of the coaching stuff he did was bad. But I also think that at this level, there's only so many coaches who matter. And that, how do I put it? <laughs> when you have when you have talent of a certain level, some of them just don't want to listen to you. Do, do you get what I mean? In that, like you're no longer coaching. It's more about it's more about you just managing the team. I don't know how much you know. Kyrie every day is wanting to be challenged by his new coach or something like that. 
Like they, they had they had Kenny Atkinson who had done nothing wrong besides say, hey, I don't want to play DeAndre Jordan because I believe that Jared Allen is super, superior to him and they sacked him for no other reason. So I, yeah, that, that's just how I feel about Cinder. They could maybe go for a different they could maybe go for a different coach. I don't know who that coach would be. But I feel like the reign with the reign with some of these coaches, the leash is so short that what they do actually doesn't really matter. All right, all right, guys. Um, anyway, yeah. so, I just touch on the game that happened today that we just finished watching as, as we're recording. Just a minute. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, the Bucks just, uh, I mean, they showed us why they're champions. I mean, they, you know, they, they outmuscled the Celtics despite the, I don't know, the considerable, you know, defensive lengths we have. But um, it's game one, so... I think we should just calm down. The way it looks, I I don't know. I mean, with Giannis, you really can't say. That's just the problem. If Giannis is on his game, then I don't know. We're in trouble because they they struggled today at uh, at defending him. And so, if if they don't tighten that up, then it's not going to be a long series. I mean, I, I won't. I've, I've seen us play a lot better than this. This is why I don't like sweeps. This is why I don't like the fact that we swept the Nets. It's it breeds complacency, and we can see that now. You get me? If we had gone to six games or something, we wouldn't have played the way we played today. I, I just I just feel so, you know. So that's why I don't like sweeps. When you hear oh they swept that team, and then the next team is coming, and you're like oh it's going to be easy. That's that's my problem with sweeps. So I won't I won't I won't make any predictions if I see games. So. I mean, it's still quite open, so, man, that's, that's just you. Okay, all right. Um, let's, 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 um, Yanis had a triple-double today, right? Yeah, he did, yeah, he did. 24, 13, and 12, and he had a poor shit in, like, 9 of 25. Okay, let's move to the NFL draft. All this stuff, please run through it, the first round. Okay, okay, maybe the first 10, 12 names. Let's do it like that. The uh, first 12. Yeah, give me a second, I gotta get this up. But not even the draft itself. I, I'm more going to talk about like the consequences from it. So we saw like they've, okay. they've been all the talk going into it about like the quarterbacks who's going to go where. And besides Kenny Pickett, all of them go third round or later. So Kenny Pickett to the Steelers, what that then means is People like, you know, Baker Mayfield, people like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who teams have been looking to trade. It opens up, it at least opens up a window for them where maybe one of them gets traded to Seattle. Maybe one of them, you know, gets to alter the Panthers or something. They do more, there's been a little bit more of like Baker Mayfield to the Panthers talk recently. But otherwise, some other things that happened were um, AJ, what's his name again? On the, on the Titans, Tennessee Titans, is it AJ Brown? Yeah. Name yeah, got traded, got traded to Philly for essentially, or not really much, not not nothing, but get traded, get traded to Philly. So, so now Jalen Hurts actually has, actually has a very very reliable receiving core, receiving core. Um, and um, Hollywood Brown gets traded from Baltimore to, to um, to the Arizona Cardinals, and that didn't really, that didn't make, uh, was that didn't make Lamar Jackson re- really happy, and who knows how that affects his contract talks coming up. So main thing uh, uh wait am i also people people felt like the sorry 
the the Grizz, the Grizz are playing the uh, the Warriors. That that just that just started. That just tipped up. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah. It's the nine, nine. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just saw that now. I just changed the, the channel. Yeah. Just, okay. So sorry. Okay. <laughs> going to American football. I was gonna I was gonna ask a question. Um, yep. Okay. Like, sure. Just to just keep my mind. Um, um, what's his name? Um, the, the quarterback, the, the quarterback on on the Browns, the uh, Baker Mayfield. What what's up with him? Yes. Well, we just haven't heard from him. I mean, we had the interview. There was the interview that came out not even recently, a couple of weeks back now, where he talked about how he feels betrayed by the organization. He feels like they haven't they they never really did things to put him in a position. He feels like he's he did so much for the franchise and that like, which I mean, half and half. I I partly did disagree party disagree where he talked about like how he made the the championship game was a championship game that they made how he made the championship game with the franchise and they had never really like like had any playoff success basically in their history since 1999 but then he'd had four offensive coordinators three different coaches so on like there was never any consistency for him so he feels betrayed they've, they've moved on from him essentially they, they brought in uh they brought in Deshaun Watson, Deshaun which Watson, has, which had its own issues, but we don't need to get into that. And so, yeah, there's no one. No, essentially, right now, no one really wants to trade for him, so it's a stalemate. That's where we are. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I think we lost them. So you wanted to talk about uh, WSL? Not yeah. I want to talk about the the women's champions league just really, just really, really quickly. Uh, uh, the the semi the semifinals the semifinals were what this what this past weekend the second leg semifinals. Uh, Barca, Barca beats they beat Wolfsburg 5-1 in the first leg so the second leg wasn't really much of a context or a contest uh, this, uh, and the second game was PSG Lyon which was in Paris attendance of about 41,000 people and it was a really really raucous game really 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 intense PSG PSG ended up losing 2-1 in that game so, so Lyon go through 5-3 on aggregate on aggregate and it sets up the final in Turin between Barca and Lyon which is sort of the narrative of it of it being like a an old school versus new school and so we old generation versus new generation Lyon have won four I think of the last five or so Champions League titles Barca won last year Barca won last year and it's it's been this crescendo building up where they've made they made they made the final before met Lyon they lost 4-1 at the Hergebe scored a hat-trick in 30 minutes and yeah, I saw that she scored the 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 girl the oh, the girl the, the she won the Ballon d'Or like the, the woman that won the Ballon d'Or yeah yeah Eda yeah. Hegerberg she she scored she scored a hat trick 2019 so now it's a rematch in that we have Alexi Puteas we have we have Eda uh, Hegerberg who is coming off injury and both teams I'll just wrap this up but both teams getting here it's it's essentially been a contrast you know Barca. Barca lost 4-1 in that. Barca lost 4-1 in that final. And the road they've taken to get here was essentially changing, changing how they are, changing who they are. They've become almost like a Pep's Barca sort of thing, where high praise, but like the 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 way they connect space, play the tiki-taka-based football, has really, really brought out like the Barca DNA in them. Leon, on the other hand, 
they've sort of lost their dominant their dominant touch in a way where they had a couple injuries a couple big departures so on couple couple signings that didn't really work and so getting back to this final also Hegerberg Hegerberg the reason why she's been quiet for a little bit she had she tore ACL and was out for about 22 months so she just got back just got back this season and so it sets up it sets up a really big really big encounter and terrain when they meet so we'll see when that happens uh so yeah and and Barcelona have the the Nigerian so yeah they have a sure like even though she just came back from injury as well I think uh, she taught I think uh, she had like a um it was a knee injury I can't remember what exactly a knee injury it was so yeah she she'll be she'll be involved in that but yeah big game big game to watch you see how that one goes I think that'll be really interesting mm. so yeah all right I think yeah so I, there. Uh, I think we've gone to the end I think we lost we lost but I don't know if he, he had like uh connection issues but in any case, yeah. like, yeah, that, that that should that should do it for this weekend. Uh, yeah, yo, you guys, thank thanks thanks for being here. If if you listen to the end, thanks for uh, rocking with us. Um, yeah, good 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 week of football for for well me and Lisa. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you guys are playing tomorrow. Uh, Ay is United is playing tomorrow. Playing Brentford? Brentford, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll see how your week starts. Uh, <laughs> with, with that with that game over there but in any case yeah, you, thank you guys and uh, yeah stay safe and, and catch you guys on the next one see you next week yeah cheers, cheers.